Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello and welcome to this episode of Project Management Insights. Now I know I've spoken to you about negotiation or negotiating before and I want to touch on it from a very different aspect today. Back in 2009-2010, I studied my MBA and part of my MBA course, one of the key units that I wanted to study based on the lecturer who was known to be very, very good at negotiation was to study negotiation and mediation as a unit. And when I first started to get into it, I was absolutely fascinated by the whole concept of negotiating and what negotiation was about. Because in my world, the world that I'd lived in, the world that I'd grown up in, it didn't ever feel like there was such a term as negotiation. It always felt like the other person won and I lost all the time. And yes, it's a generalisation. And it's just the way that my world appeared to me. And so going into a working environment, this was the same sort of outcomes for me. I generally felt as though I lost and the other person won. So step into the classroom where I'm learning about negotiation. And I'm starting to learn about the art of negotiating and, and what negotiating is about. And a big part of the class was doing mock negotiations, sometimes one-on-one -on -one and sometimes in small groups. There were many times when I was involved in those negotiations that I felt like I'd done a really good job because I got a little bit the other person got something, to me that was a win. It hasn't been now until many years later that I really come to understand what true negotiation is all about. And let me put it this way. Part of what we do when we begin to negotiate is to look at what is it, what's the lowest common denominator or the lowest point that we would accept in this negotiation because we have to have a you know I'm not going to accept anything less than point and that's what's called our BATNA the best alternative to no agreement and I like to consider that very closely because oftentimes when I think about it I start at a point quite high and then I realize well actually I could go a bit lower you know I would accept this much time or this many resources or there are other times when I up the ante and I say well no that's not going to work I actually need this and set the bar higher and it's about really really considering what is the lowest outcome the lowest possible agreed outcome that you could come to that would work for you now that's fine that's reasonably easy to do because you can always sit and understand where you're coming from, from your own perspective. What I found more difficult though, and what I didn't comprehend at the time when I was studying, was the fact of considering also what the key aspects are for the other person in the negotiation. So let me use an example. I was supporting a friend to negotiate a contract for work. Now this person 
had specific requirements that she wanted. She wanted a specifically set up workplace area. She wanted accommodation and she wanted a salary. They were the three things that were most important to her. Now, the people that she was negotiating with, the the business that she was negotiating with, all they were concerned about was budget. Everything to them came down to dollars and cents. So do you think those two people could honestly and openly come to an agreed negotiated position? The answer to that question is no, because they were at two very different points in their place that started the negotiation. So whilst the dollars were also important to my friend, they were down the list a bit for her. These other things were more important. And those things to the business all equated to money and they didn't want to spend anything amount above a set amount of money. So ultimately, there was no negotiation going on because they could not come to the place of understanding that they were both working towards the same outcome because they weren't. And this is the big thing that I've come to understand. In the negotiations, it's not just about me. Yes, I can set my place or my space of what I'm wanting to accept or willing to accept as the lowest possible common denominator. But, or and, I also need to consider what the most important factor for the other person is. Let's use another example. I'm trying to negotiate with a a stream or a group of people on my project to get a task delivered by a set time frame. Now, what's important to them, do you think? What are the key things that might be important to them? For me, I would see that it's work-life balance. It would be having the right amount of resources. And it would be coming to an agreement about the time it was going to take, not just having the time frame forced on them. Because I'm the project manager and I say it needs to be done by that set time. So then for you as the project manager, if you become aware of this, you can then consider whether the things that are important to them from a negotiating perspective are important enough to you or line up with what's important to you to mean that you can sit down and have an open and honest discussion to come to an agreed outcome because that's the only way you can properly negotiate. It doesn't mean that there might not be toing and froing. It doesn't mean that you might not start off, you know, at, at opposite polar ends of the of the scale. But if you're both coming from the same direction and an understanding of what's important to each of you, then it's more it's easier and more you are more able to agree on the key areas and key points that are going to get you a mutually comfortable negotiated outcome and that's the whole point this is not about 
them winning and you losing. It's not about you winning and them losing. It's about agreement. An agreement that you are both comfortable with. And yes, it might mean somebody gives and somebody takes. And that you know, it might be that you give and they take one thing and they give and you take something else. It is about negotiation, talking, being open to shifting your perspective and your starting place, as an example. But the key here is to understand that those the other person, the other group of people, have their own, I suppose it's the it's the item with a star on it. It's the key thing that they don't want to lose. And if you're aware of that, you can win any negotiation. You can come to an agreement in, in, in any possible way because you have considered the other person rather than it just being about you. Or rather than it just being about you giving in all the time, because that's not negotiation. That's laying it laying down. And, and that's it's not really what negotiating is about. Negotiating is about having open, unemotional conversations to find a common ground that you are both happy with in order to move forward. So remember that when you go into a space of negotiating or wanting to negotiate, become aware of what the key, and it's that um, break point or the, or the, the, uh, lost the word, but you know, it's that key thing that if they don't get it, it's, it's, it's the deal breaker. If they don't have it, it's going to break the deal. You have to be aware of that before you go into your negotiating, because if you are you are more likely to come out with a the better mutual outcome than if you don't. If you only go in wanting your way and wanting to win at all cost, you are not going to get the best possible negotiated outcome that you can. I hope this has helped you understand negotiation a bit better. And it is something that has taken me, as I said, quite some time to come to terms with and to understand and it's helped me because I have negotiated better outcomes by having this level of understanding and then using this whenever I've gone into a space of negotiating with either an individual or a team. It works. So give it a go and let me know whether it works for you or not. Let me know if you're struggling with it. Let me know if you've got some more questions. I'm always here to answer those questions for you. Remember to like, subscribe and leave a review for the podcast if it's something that you are listening to regularly and to all my regular listeners, thank you. I appreciate you and I appreciate that you're listening to the episodes because it's what ha- what's having me continue to create episodes every week for you and I hope that you're learning something and that it's making your project management life easier for you because that's the ultimate aim of what these podcasts are all about. So till next week and another episode of Project Management Insights, that's it from me. Happy project managing. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training. 